Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Tuesday, June 19th. As always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karcheski, joined by my other host, Truman Karcheski. How's it going? And we're welcomed back in the studio today by Johnny Glad. Happy to be here again. Uh, he's, he's coming in. This is his second time in here. And this is our third, third time? Third time. Yeah. Nice. Well, this is our 30th episode, so 30 episodes. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, but we're going to get right into it. We're going to start with some golf talk. Don't talk a lot about golf, but the U.S. Open was this weekend. A uh, couple big storylines out of that tournament was the course was crap, according to everybody who played it. A lot of golfers were complaining that this was a terrible course. Uh, Brooks Kepka, the winner, what he shot, I think he shot on par or plus one, one of the two. Uh, so you can tell it wasn't the best course this weekend, uh, but I like watching golfers, you know, kind of face a challenge. Um, it shows, you know, they're kind of like us, you know, where they struggle with courses like this. A um, couple other storylines uh, was Dustin Johnson, one of the leaders. Uh, he's one of the best golfers, and he was, you know, uh, one under, plus one. So he, he played pretty well. Uh, he struggled with his putting like usual, but... Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, I think he is one of the next big stars in golf. Uh, he shot a 63 on Sunday, uh, which is tied for the course record. Um, you know, I would have liked to see him win, but uh, sadly, you know, Brooks Kepka played really well. Um, second time? Yeah, second back-to-back winners, which is pretty impressive. Uh, Johnny's a big golf guy. I know Truman's not much into golf, but no, uh, golf. we wanted to get his take on Phil Mickelson, which was probably the biggest... Uh, story out of that weekend. If you don't know what happened, uh, Phil Mickelson, he was shooting, I think he was shooting like 10 over. You know, he was pretty much out of it. Um, And he missed the putt. I forget what hole it was. And the putt just kept rolling. It was about to go down the hill. And he ran after it and stopped it and hit it back towards the hill, towards the hole. And uh, a lot of people are really angry about this. Uh, Johnny, what's your take on it? I mean, so I was working, I actually work at a golf course, and when it happened, I was just in the pro shop, and I just heard people talking about it, I just found it interesting, though, like, everyone was just freaking out about it, and I, like, personally thought it was pretty funny and, like, entertaining, but, like, to most people, if you're, like, a golf purist, I I guess you could say, you're probably not gonna like it. I don't know, I thought it was funny, though, but, like, you probably, you shouldn't do that, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you should do it on a pro tour, but it's, like, you know, a lot of people want, he was just really frustrated, I get it, but... You know, it's a pro golfer. Probably shouldn't be doing that. But I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. But, I mean, I do it in mini golf. So yeah, I mean, we all do it. We all want to do it. I mean, everyone at the like, where I work, though, they were not happy about it. Yeah, people who are big into golf. Not happy. Yeah, they, there were some articles written that were pretty angry about Phil. People thought he should be disqualified from the tournament. Just because, I mean, I guess so. But I guess it's technically cheating. But, I mean, he was... It's a two-stroke penalty, I think. He was also, like, out completely... Like, he's not going to Yeah, back. he was, like, 10 or 11 over, I think. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, now we're going to move on to another sport we never talk about, soccer, uh, the World Cup. Uh, we don't talk about soccer at all, um, but the World Cup, probably one of the biggest events going on this year. Uh, thought we should do a little bit of coverage on it. And it's something where, you know, you kind of watch it for like 20 minutes and you think it's kind of cool, but, you know, during commercials, you turn on, you know, re- week six replay of Chargers-Broncos and you think, you know, you'd rather watch that than the FIFA World Cup. So, I don't know. I'm not big into soccer. I know Truman hates soccer. But... I mean, no, I don't hate soccer. I think when it comes to, like, the athletes, they're the best athletes in the world. 
but I just can't sit there and watch it at all. And America's not in it, so I can give two shits who wins it. Yeah, yeah I just don't understand. I, like, I don't know. I was like reading about why like the U.S. isn't as good, and I, I've like heard that like one of the big issues with uh, the U.S. is like they don't have a good like. Like, after college, they don't have, like, mm. anything. Like, you know, baseball has, like, their... Do you think if, like, we really concentrated on it and we got, like, our best athletes, like, a Kyrie Irving, you think we'd be good to play I soccer? I think we'd be better. I don't know about Kyrie, but... Cause, I, mean, I don't know. Well, not just Kyrie, I just but... Okay, like, so the best athletes thing. would be, like, LeBron. He wouldn't but be good at soccer. he wouldn't be good at soccer. He's but I feel like dedicated his whole life to working on okay. soccer. Not LeBron. I, maybe, like, like a Odell. Like, Odell's, yeah. Odell's well, he's good, though. Good I think he was on, like, the... 19 I don't know what team But then we something. take away from football so Exactly yeah, which just... is why nobody cares about soccer yeah, who, do, who do you have in the World Cup though that's I like I said I don't care at all uh I can give I'm you pretty sure team. the like one of the, the top I like Ronaldo I know, so I know, Portugal I know Germany and uh Brazil they're up there Yeah I mean Mexico just beat Germany so I, yeah Russia's probably going to win though cuz Putin's not going to let them lose yeah, in true. their home court. And they got, they got some athletes over there. But, you know, you watch soccer for a little bit and you realize, you know, football is the best sport in the world. And I don't understand why people over there, you know, in those countries don't really like football over soccer. I think it's because, like, soccer's so, like, in all, like, the other countries that are, like, may not have, like, the money. It's like, you, it's all you need is a ball to play. Yeah, that's, that's like, true. a big thing. Well, football, you don't... They, they, think, so they think, why does, like, why does, why do, why do Americans like football over soccer? It's so much more entertaining. Because if you think I mean, about, like, them, fo- no. if you think about, the, like, football, like, you need pads, you need helmet, like, it's a lot of money, but soccer, literally, all you need is ball, and you can just, like, make a goal. Yeah, that's And that's true. why it's, like, popular everywhere, because there's yeah. nothing. Um, so, that's probably, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later when it's the championship, but, yeah, we don't, we don't really care about soccer. Um, so we're gonna move now to a real sport, the NBA. Um, wow, wow, geez. The draft is coming up on Thursday. Uh, we're not going to make the same mistake we made last time with NFL where we did our mock draft an hour before the NFL draft, the real draft. So we're going to do it. We're going to do our mock draft now. Uh, we're only going to do top 15, so we don't. it's not the whole show because, I mean, after really the top 15, I mean, there's some notable guys, but it doesn't really matter after the top 15. Um, so we'll start. Uh, Johnny didn't make one, so it's just me and Truman right now. Uh, he'll throw in some little... You know, a little bit of information if he wants. But we'll start with the number one, the Suns. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, number one. He's a franchise-changing talent. Uh, The Suns could really use an inside guy. Freak athlete. Freak athlete. Seven foot, 260. Can shoot. He's a beast. You know. Uh, We'll go number two uh, with the Kings. I I think they take Bagley. Bagley. Yeah. um, All again, all around town. Yeah, he just signed a huge deal with Puma. Yeah, Puma's trying to get, like, I I don't know, Trey Young. I really don't understand that. Trey Young is uh, signing with them, and so then Jay-Z's doing their basketball operations, he said. Yeah, he's recruiting. So that's that's pretty interesting, actually. Julian Edelman? Puma's kind of a... They lost Julian Edelman, you know, he's on the Yeah. Oh, yeah, they need a new one. They need a new one. Um, So we're going back to number two with the Kings. He's an all-around talent. Number three, uh, I'm doing Jaron Jackson to the Hawks. Uh, he's the one of the youngest players in the draft. He's really raw, got a lot of talent, low, um, got a high ceiling, low floor. I think Jaron Jackson. Um, I got Luka Doncic, whatever that whatever that last name is. I think it's Doncic. You, yeah, you're, you're a big Don- name guy. You know Doncic. I, mean. I don't know. Uh, Doncic. <laughs> uh, he's the um, He's the shooting guard, the guy who shot really high in the uh, wherever he was in Euro the league. And he only averaged like 14 points though. He shot 
what was said to be like seventy percent though. So I don't is really that, understand. Is that, I don't that understand works, that league. But I don't know. Yeah. Um. But you know, he's said to be the best shooter in the draft. Um. The Hawks need anything they can get. Um. So I'm gonna go Luka Doncic. I'm going Doncic at four to the Grizzlies. I think he's the most NBA ready player right now. Uh. He's re- he's pretty young. He was the youngest ever Euroleague MVP. He scored 27 points against Porzingis when they played. So that's pretty impressive there. Uh. I don't really know why he's sliding. I guess, you know, it's Europe. You know, you're not exactly sure he'll come if he doesn't like who he gets picked by. But uh, Donkic's a really good player. I think he could be – he's a top three talent, obviously top five. Uh, so Donkic, number four to the Grizzlies. Uh, I got Jaron Jackson there. Um, you said everything about him when you had him going to the Hawks. So the Grizzlies just – the Grizzlies need a franchise. They're the Bengals of the NBA. They're the boringest team in the NBA. They're – they're just they don't have anything exciting about them. Conley. Conley, yeah, he's a great he's, he's a good player. He's hurt seventy games out of the eighty two game season. Mark Gasol, who's very good when healthy, but also very good but very boring because he's a superstar, but he's just not got that swagger to him. Um, so the Grizzlies, they're just te- they need a star. Um, and Jaron Jackson, um, you know, he's a great player. I think he's you know a top three player in the draft, and I think the Grizzlies get him here. Number five, uh, the Mavericks. I think they take Bamba from Texas. Uh, they've been looking for a center for a long time. You know, DeAndre Jordan, that whole saga. I think uh, Bamba is potential to be a superstar. Uh, you know, he's he's another seven footer who can shoot really well. Uh, he's just an all around player. Can guard any position on the court. Uh, this is the type of guy the Mavericks need to kind of get them back to that championship form. What's his wingspan? Like seven it's six? It's big. That's yeah, all I know. I think it's seven six. <laughs> is it? I don't know. It's, Something crazy like that. Yeah, it's insane. He's huge. I have the Mavericks taking Bamba too. Yeah, they were really looking for that center. They've been looking for a center for a long time. Uh, then six, we have the Magic. I think they take Trey Young. I think Trey Young has the potential to be the highest uh, bust player. Uh, potential player i guess you could say but they really need a point guard they haven't had a point guard in a long time uh like i think his roof is very high i think his floor is very low um so we'll see what happens uh at best i think he comes to steph curry at worst he's a backup point guard at best i don't think he will i don't i I, like i said on the last show i think he's a high potential to be a bust um i have orlando taking um michael bridges um for villanova the shooting guard um He's a good player. I think the Mavericks, it seems like, or not the Mavericks, over the Magic, they're another team. They seem like they take a guard every year, um, or like some guy that just might pan out, might not pan out, and then he end up not. Aaron Gordon, I don't know what he's going to do in free agency, but he's their franchise player, and I think they need to start surrounding talent around him. Um, I, I think they start there, and I don't think they want to take the risk with Trey Young, um, but now you're kind of seeing on my board Trey Young kind of sliding. Okay, so then we're moving to number seven, the Bulls. They take Michael Porter Jr., a guy who I think if he would have played, if he would have stayed healthy at Missouri, Missouri would have went really far in the tournament, and he would have been a top three pick easily. Um, with his health, that's scary. But the Bulls have really scouted him. They've been the team that's kind of you know really looked into him. I think they're happy with where he's at right now with his health, um, and I think he could be a really good player. The that, the Bulls will be building a solid core if he pans out with him, and then. Uh, the guy they had last year, uh, who's that big guy? Oh, you know. Mm, who? Lori. Um, Markkanen. Markkanen, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lori Mar- Markkanen for Mark- Bulls. Yeah, Markkanen, yeah. yeah. So you, you put those two guys together, the Bulls could be building something there. Yeah, um, for the Bulls, I'm going to go with uh, Trey Young. Um, I think they take best player available. Trey Young's got the ability. He's got um, He's got that shot. 
Um, you know, he's a good player. They got Zach Levine there, um, you know, but you never know. He's a, he's a good player as well. Uh, but I think they take best player available and look at the ceiling. Um, they got, you know, Markkinen, who I like a lot, actually. Um, so I think the Bulls are just going to try to take the best player available here, which is by far Trey Young. Then we have, we have the Cavs. Uh, this pick is going to depend a lot on where they kind of gauge LeBron's interest. Uh, this could be something. If it'd be crazy if this gets packaged with something and they send it to San Antonio for Kawhi. I could see that happening before Thursday. Uh, but I think if they stay here at this pick, I think take Colin Sexton, point guard out Alabama. They really need a point guard. They haven't had a good point guard since Kyrie. Uh, and when when LeBron left, Kyrie was kind of their savior. Uh, I think they kind of. I don't think Sexton's a Kyrie type of player, but I think they would really like to have somebody who can kind of hold the fort down until they rebuild that team back into a championship contender. All right, LeBron's gone. Cavs are entering a rebuild. Michael Porter, um, I think, is going to be the pick here. Um, They're just going to need... Michael Porter's another one who's got high, high, high potential, um, and he's got got a low, low, low um, floor. So I'm going to take Michael Porter here. Just because I think the Cavs want that high potential, and they got a team now without LeBron. Let's say LeBron leaves, um, that they can kind of let down a little bit and you know rebuild and maybe surround um, Michael Porter and give him a year or two to develop um, into the player that everyone thinks he can be. So I think um, the Cavs go Michael Porter here. Nine, we have the Knicks. I think they take Wendell Carter out of Duke. Uh, he was that kind of second option behind Bagley, but he had a really good year. Uh, even though he was a second option. And I think the Knicks could use him because he'll be the second option behind Porzingis. Uh, and then you add uh, Nikolic, Frank Nikolic, they took last year or whatever his last name is. Um, you add that, that's a solid young core of players. Uh, with Porzingis, I think Wendell Carter could really thrive in that system. Um, I have Wendell Carter there too. Um, at this point, Wendell Carter is the best player, in, player on my board, um, and I think he will be on the draft night. So I think that New York takes him. New York always likes to surprise people on draft night, so don't be surprised if they go somewhere else. But the safe pick here would be Wendell Carter. Um, you could put him next to uh, Porzingis, and that would be kind of a you know a fearsome front court there. Ten, we have the 76ers. Uh, I think they take Kevin Knox out of Kentucky. Uh, he's only 18 years old, one of the youngest players in the draft. He's got a really high upside. Um, he's a solid wing player. I think I think the 76ers could really use somebody like him. Uh, kind of another threat down low uh, beside Embiid. Yeah, Kevin Knox as well. All right, we have 11. We have the Hornets. I think they take Mikel Bridges, uh, another solid wing player. Pair him with Kemba if you don't trade him. Uh, you know, won two national championships. I think he's a really good player. He's a winner, and I think that's what the Hornets need. Um, I think they take Zari Smith. Um, he's a shooting guard from Texas Tech. Um, he's got good size. Um, he's a great player. Um, I think the Hornets kind of need just um, talent next to Kemba. They haven't been able to give him that for a while. Um, Frank the Tank, one of my favorite players, he's going to be a good player in the NBA. Um, just give him a couple more years. A couple um, more years is he need. So, I mean, he went back-to-back Final Fours. So he's got the pedigree there. Um, so Zari Smith uh, to Charlotte, I think that would be a very good pick for them to pair next to Kemba, who I could end up seeing leaving here in a little bit, but maybe that will get him to stay. All right, then we have 12 and 13 as the Clippers, so I'm just going to combine these two. Um... I think they take, I can't pronounce his name, Shair Gilgis Alexander from, uh, do you know who it is? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name. He's got a weird name. Uh, But he shot 40% last year from the perimeter. Uh, He's a solid guard. And then they take Miles Bridges out of Michigan State, who's, again, another solid wing, really athletic, 
that fills two big needs for the Clippers, who are kind of rebuilding now. Uh, I don't. I think they're going to let DeAndre Jordan go, um, and that's two. This is they're in a great position because they can get two really athletic, really solid players, young, to come off and just you know s- slowly start to rebuild that Clippers organization. Uh, I'm going to take Colin Sexton at 12. Um, I think he's one of my favorite players in the draft. I think he's going to be really good. Um, you know, he's a real, he's a spark. He's really fast. Um, and then at 13, I think they're going to take Dante DiVincenzo, um, the Villanova oh, guy. Um, everyone, everyone talks like, I, I think he's a great player. I think he can be a really good player. He's, you know, he's a good, he's a great shooter. Um, so I think they're just going to set up that backcourt with Sexton and DiVincenzo for many years to come. That's, that's pretty high for DiVincenzo, I think. Um, 14, the Nuggets. I think they take Lonnie Walker out of Miami. Another really, one probably, I think, the most explosive players in this draft. Uh, really good guard out of Miami. Hmm. Nuggets could use him um, in that backcourt. Uh, I think Lonnie Walker here would be a solid pick. I think Lonnie Walker's going to Milwaukee, and I think I'm going to record that you calling him the most explosive player in the draft. What so does that matter? When you try to trash him, when the Bucks draft him. That's what I'm gonna have. Okay. Um, I have Robert Williams. Um, you know, he's a power forward center from Texas A&M. They need a young, young, um, young talent. Um, I think he's gonna be um, a player you kind of can invest in and take some time to um, develop. And I think the Nuggets will take him there at uh, 14. 15. The last pick we're gonna do. Again, we're only doing the top 15. Uh, I think they take Robert Williams. The Wizards take Robert Williams here. He, Robert Williams is a guy who I talked about in our. Uh, in our tournament, you know, predictions leading up to them. He was a really good player for Texas A&M. Really good inside guy. And I think the Wizards could really use a solid inside player. Uh, Gortat's pretty good, but I think Robert Williams is a guy who could be a game changer. You know, somebody that Bradley Beal and John Wall could kind of lean on on that inside. Um, He's really tall, and I just think he's a really good rebounder, and he can score. So I think that's a solid pick for the Wizards. Um, I got Miles Bridges here. Um, the Wizards have been looking for a wing desperately for years and years and years, and I think this could be their their pick to do it. Um, if they don't do it in free agency eventually, um, they need someone to develop the inside, um, you know, wing game uh, instead of you know they got their backcourt set up, but they need everything else. So. All right. Well, that's that's it for our mock draft. Where do you guys think Grayson Allen goes? Nowhere. You don't use mm. a shithole. So. <laughs> yeah, Turner doesn't like Second him. Second or third round, maybe? There's no third round. Yeah, he's creeping up the boards. I think he goes 21 to the Jazz. And I think, I don't know what kind of player he's going to develop into, but. A piece of shit bench player? Yeah, because he D-League. destroyed you in the championship game. Trust, who's your college basketball? Ohio State. We won the tournament last year, and you guys didn't. Where'd so where, where they go? Um, all right. Well, that's it for our mock draft. We're going to move now to baseball. But before that, I want to remind you that our show is brought to you by A's Lawn Service. Uh, since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping services to many homes around Northeast Ohio. Uh, A's Lawn Service is a really good company, local company around us. We know the guy. We know Andrew. He's one of our good friends. Uh, we're going to have him on the show probably sometime. Uh, he provides really good landscaping services and the... I don't have the ad read in front of me, so I'm going to have to get it on. <laughs> you don't have to get it. Well, I don't have the phone numbers. 
But give them a call. I have the ad read now. Uh, the phone number is 330-241-2392. Again, 330-241-2392. And the email is lawnservice.as at gmail.com. A's Lawn Service LLC. You grow it, we cut it. So baseball now is kind of we're moving into the dog days a little bit. You know, games just kind of roll on. Not a lot of storylines, but the trade deadline is coming up in under a month, I think. Uh, we had our first big move yesterday. Uh, the Nationals have been looking for bullpen help uh, everywhere they can find it. They made a deal last year for Doolittle, who's been a solid piece for them. But they did trade yesterday two, I think three prospects for Kelvin Herrera to the Royals. Herrera was kind of that last big piece of that bullpen that won them the World Series a couple years ago. And now he's being shipped off to the Nationals. He was their closer. Uh, I don't know what what role he's going to take with the Nationals, but solid piece, and you know a lot more of these stories are going to be coming out here with this deadline coming up. Um, next we have the last baseball story is the Astros. They have won 12 straight. Uh, they they won I think 11 in a row on the road, which is pretty impressive. Uh, again, they're not against great teams. Uh, I don't think they'll touch 22 like we did last year, the Indians. Um, but the Astros won the World Series last year, so I don't what know. Why does that how matter? <laughs> well, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, what does that matter? Yeah, exactly. 22 doesn't mean anything. Well, 22 straight games is pretty impressive. You have a World Series, 22 straight wins. I'm just saying it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, 22 straight wins <laughs> or a World Series. I mean, we won 22 wins, 22 straight games last year. I don't think 12 games is even a story so far. And you why. choked in the playoffs. Again, how was how was your playoffs? Your Cleveland. How was the playoffs last it year? It doesn't matter if you don't choke. One nation's happy at the end of the year. That oh was the my gosh! All right, well, both of you guys were on the couch last year in October, and we were sitting there and playing some games. Sitting still. there choking away. Um, but that's the, I don't think it's a story. I don't think the Astros winning 12 straight is a big deal right now. Because talk to me, talk to me when they win 10 more, and then we'll then we'll start covering it a little bit more. Because they're the best team in baseball and they won the World Series. So, so the them, Brewers were the best team so, in baseball. So they, so them winning twelve straight games. Wait, whoa, 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 you said the Brewers, best record, best team, hottest team, first game, I mean, first one to thirty wins, team. first team to thirty wins. What the happened? Astros are the hottest team. They won twelve straight. What happened to you guys? You guys cooled down. I mean, where are you guys at? We're first place. So are we? Barely. Barely are you either. We're first place by You're three games. You're fighting with the goddamn Tigers. Three games. The Tigers. Three games. We're, who's got the, who's Tigers on the Tigers, Johnny? Maybe five players on Tigers right now. Miguel Cabrera. He's hurt. Castellanos. Fulmer. Oh, I've heard that. John, I'm asking Johnny. Yeah, that's like all I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still. Exactly. It's uh, the Tigers. We won two straight already, so two we're coming for that record. Uh, but that's it for baseball. We're going to move now to football. Go with our 32 teams and 32 shows. Uh, we're going to start with the Chargers and the AFC West. going to crack into this division over the next two weeks. Um, another solid division. I think the Chargers... Are going to win this division this year. They went nine and seven last year. Uh, they have they didn't really add a lot over the offseason. They added Pouncey from uh, Miami. Uh, they also added Virgil Green, but they lost Hunter Henry. That's going to hurt a lot. Hunter Henry was a really good young tight end. Uh, without Antonio Gates, I think he's going to take the next step this year. Uh, do they bring back Antonio Gates? I don't know. I think they should. Um, but they didn't lose really that much in the offseason. I mean, you count Trey Boston, but they added Derwin James in the draft, who I think is a much higher ceiling than Trey Boston. They also had they also added uh, yeah, I can't pronounce the name the guy from USC, the pass rusher, uh, 
I can't pronounce it at all, so you're going to have to look that up. What's your... You, Johnny's the big name. You... Kenny... I, I can't even Yeah, I can't. Name. Whatever, all right. <laughs> uh, he, he was a good pass rusher out of USC. We'll see what happens there, but this pass rush is one of the best in all of football with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Uh, then they got Casey Hayward, probably one of the best corners in the league. You got Jason Verrett, who went healthy, is also a very good corner. Then you put Derwin James in that center, kind of be the center fielder of that defense. And you got a really, really good defense to watch out for. And this offense with uh, Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, who's okay. And then you have Mike Williams, who we didn't get to see a lot last year. But if he plays well, this is a really good team. And I think they could come for, I'm not going to say Super Bowl contenders because they're too young. But I think they make the playoffs this year. Uh, I think they establish themselves as one of the top teams. Yeah, Philip Rivers is one of my favorite players, uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league by far. Um, then you got Melvin Gordon um, from Running Back University in the backfield there. Um, I think he's a top five running back in the league. Oh, he's uh, not a top five running back. <laughs> Name me your top five. David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke Elliott, uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah, this is, this is not even close. There's uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. Kamara, I think you think Alvin Kamara is better than Melvin <laughs> yes. Gordon. That's Here's the classic. That's classic. Oh okay, so God. Melvin Gordon is easily a hands down top five running back. He's not the easily a hands they down. Just, they just named me Alvin Kamara, so you know oh, who's no. talking. Uh, um, no, then you got good receive, great receiver core. No, what's his um, Eagles. Uh, Garrett. Oh, no. Ajayi. Yeah, Ajayi. No, better. I wouldn't say Ajayi's better. You're stu- ah, 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 I'm trying to think. Choke, choke, and choke. All right, and then you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. No I think it's, it, it has the ceiling to be uh, one of the better receiving cores in the league. Um, so if you put that all together, minus the injuries, um, you know, you've got one of the better offenses in the league. Their offensive line's coming together. Um, if Phillip Rivers can play the way he's played, now he's got some weapons, their offense can be really, really good, and I don't think people realize that. And then you look at the defense side of the ball. Travis said it, Melvin Ingram, Troy Bosa, that's, Literally, the honestly, one of the best pass rushing combos in the league, uh, minus maybe their own division in Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Um, but then you look at the corners. They have one of the best secondaries in the league in Casey Hayward, Jason Barrett. Now you had Duran James in the back end of that. Um, it's very good all around. Um, I really, really, really think that um, another one, a piece that I like that people don't talk about is the defense coordinator, uh, um, Gus Bradley. Um, he was the head coach in Jacksonville oh, for a while. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy. I was going to say. Look at the stats. LaShawn McCoy is so much better. Here we go. I'm going to say running backs that are better than Melvin and then uh, Gordon. Okay? Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Gurley. Yeah. Zeke Elliott. Yeah. David Johnson. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy. No. Yes, LaShawn McCoy Kamara. is so much better. I'm, I'm no. just going to go. He I think, the ball 30 listen, times a game. Hey, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I yeah, think, is yeah. better. He led the league last year. He, he had four good games, and then he sucked the rest Leonard of the season. Leonard Fournette, I think, is better. I think Mark Ingram's oh, better. I think Jordan better. Howard's better. I think Devontae Freeman's better. Okay. Okay, then. Okay, then you talk about the Chargers while I look up stats for you. So who, who's one you want me? Who's you one, I think? I want, no, no, I want you to look up LeSean McCoy. gets the ball 35 times No, I want you to look up. He's so good. I want you to look up Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Yeah. Ooh, okay. That's a good little matchup. And you got to add receiving into we, there we too. Need Brian right now. Just Howard. Yeah, but this Bears. is this is so stupid. This yeah, is a this really is, okay. Well, I'll just do top. Just because he went to Wisconsin. Yeah. It doesn't make. He's just decent. He's good, but he's not. He's not that good. Running backs in the league. All right. Well, but anyways, Chargers. I think I'm gonna get experts because Travis is no. Okay. So while he does that, I just I think the Chargers. I feel like their big issue too is just like staying healthy the last couple of yeah. years and. uh 
Also, I, they, I like, they have a problem with closing games because they're always really close games, and yeah. then they just blow it. And they've had kicking problems, and they brought in a different kicker, Caleb Sturgis, this year. I think that could help. But they have a problem finishing out games and really, you know, they lose by like three. They're always that yeah. team every year, like halfway through the season, they're like just like if they just get heat, get in the playoffs, watch out. But like, like nine and like, nine and seven, eight and eight, it's always a predictable record for the Chargers. They're getting better though. I Phillip think. Rivers, I think this year they defense go. Defense is a lot better. I think they go twelve and four this year, establish themselves Mike as one of the best teams in the league, and I think. I'm not going to say next year. I think the year after they established themselves as a Super Bowl contender. Keenan Allen, has, he always gets hurt, too. Yeah, but I don't know. he had a good year last year. And Mike Williams, if he can stay healthy. He's, yeah. Was it coming I'm over tall, there? Isn't he like 6'5"? Who? What? Something like that. Mike, Mike Williams? Williams? Yeah. yeah, he's really big. Yeah. How's it coming over there, big dog? My internet's not working. Yeah, there you go. My internet's not working. Okay, he well, said with Sean McCoy. With Sean McCoy. Oh my Melvin God. Gordon is a top seven running back in the no, game. No, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Leonard, Leonard, Frank, You guys keep naming rookies, rookies and rookies who literally have Saquon to go and prove themselves for the second Saquon year. Saquon Barkley probably. Would you rather him. have Mark Ingram or would you rather have Melvin? Melvin Gordon, hands down, every single day of the year, every single day of the week, every single day in any country, right. Mark Ingram is crap compared to Melvin Gordon. What about okay. Alvin? Let's look up Mark Ingram stats compared to Melvin Gordon. Uh, what about? All right, I'm gonna look up the stats because your internet's not working. Even like I I just think this is really stupid and this is just really biased. Yeah, just a little bit. 2017, he had a thousand yards. He had he had 1,100 yards. Malcolm Gordon had Mark Ingram. Yards Mark too. Ingram had 27 more yards in him. And paired with Alvin Kamara. And that was last more year. Yards. And so he had Alvin Kamara with he, him. Melvin Gordon oh. had no one of the worst offensive lines in the league, hands mm-hmm. down, hands down. Mm, I don't know. About look up that. look look up the Chargers' offensive line. Leonard Fournette only had about 15 less yards than Melvin Gordon. Great. And Leonard Fournette was hurt a lot of the year. So was Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, Gordon did not start the entire I'll season. I'll take Leonard Fournette any day of the week. Because, well, you're an idiot. I'll so take Le- are you look up the offensive line serious? of the Chargers. And Wait, I so want on you the to Packers, you'd rather have Melvin Gordon? Yes, hands down, because the Packers have a great offensive line. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> look up look up the Chargers. The Chargers had a bottom oh 10 offensive line last year. Jordan Howard, would you say the Bears have a good offensive line? Better than the Chargers. Hands I down. don't think so. And Jordan Howard, paired with Tariq Cohen, had 200 more rushing yards than Melvin Gordon. Look at the look at the Chargers' offensive line. It was completely torn. With okay, well, okay. Let's see here. Bills. What do you think the Bills have a better offensive line? The Bills literally hand the ball off to LaShawn McCoy 40 times a game. Arizona. They have Arizona. No pass you think David Johnson? And do you think Arizona's uh, offensive line is better? Than I think Chargers. David Johnson's better than Melvin Gordon. Okay. Well. Derek Kentner. I don't know. No, I didn't say Derrick Henry. No. I think this year with Derrick Henry getting more carries could push that. Devontae Freeman, I think he's better. I, uh, no, I don't think Devontae Oh, Devontae Freeman's better. definitely better. He's the highest paid running back yeah, in the league. Yeah, he's definitely he's so better. Much better. Why, what does that matter? I'm highest just paid saying. running back in the league. Right, definitely better. Okay, Matthew St- or Matt Ryan's the highest paid quarterback in the league. Devontae Freeman's stats. Oh, yeah, now you're down to like eight or nine. Now you're getting to like ten, top he's, ten. He's the top seven. Devontae Freeman paired with uh, Coleman. Which was oh yeah, year. let's pair him with some shit. Melvin Gordon's the lead good. back, and the Char- with the worst offensive line in football. This is not the worst offensive line in football. Yes, 
It was. Now it's better. Oh my yes. gosh. All right. Well, With the worst offensive line in football by far. We got to move on, but I just, I don't, I think this is probably one of the worst takes you've ever had. That Melvin Gordon is a top five running back. He's not even top. You said, you literally picked the Timberwolves to beat the Houston I, Rockets. I didn't say this. I, I Wait, said who, this is, who's the safety from Malik Hooker he said was better than Ed Reed and Troy Powell? I never said that once in my life. He said that. He said that. I said he has the chance to be no. at, at that level. No. So yeah. you want to talk about dumb takes. I didn't say. I was saying this is probably one of your worst takes you've ever had. No, I. you can look at the stats. Okay, you said so. he was a top five running back. The Chargers had the worst running, worst oh offensive line in football. All right, well, we're going to move on. You don't know football if you uh, take the Chargers' like, offensive line is somewhat Saquon decent. Yeah, I, I think this yeah, is Yeah, zero yards, zero carries. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, probably yeah, that makes sense. Who else is on? I, like, I feel like there's a couple I just, others. I don't know. I think Wait, Gary's... I want you to name me the Chargers' offensive line. What? Name me the Chargers' offensive oh, well, line. Look it up. Oh, jeez. We're going to get into this a little bit more uh, because I just don't believe this is even comparable. Here, top best offensive lines and we're going to – I just don't think you can – you said you started he was top five. I think, yeah, he's five, six, or seven. He's not. Five, so you can't see Okay, him. they had Russell Okun. He's a pretty good – he's a solid left tackle. He was hurt half the season last year. Oh, my gosh, Jeremy. Barksdale's a good tackle. But here, I'm gonna look. Oh my gosh. Okay. But this is okay. What's you're going on Bleacher Report ranking? No, Pro Football Focus. This is a, this is a statistical site. We are at 24, and we have the Los Angeles Chargers coming in at 24. This doesn't. I just don't. Oh so God. here, so here's some offensive lines that you're gonna say are better. Than the so you're gonna talk about Mark Ingram and the Saints. So you got the 24 Los Angeles Chargers. This is a big part of the run game. Is the offensive line? Are we not going to talk you about put that? Carlos Hyde. That's kind of a close one. I think uh, Carlos Hyde had a bad offensive line too. That'd be mm. close. I don't think he'll do it this year though with uh, the Browns. Yeah, they got a couple guys. No, and, I'm just saying like that's yeah, a close, I think that's a good think, match. Yeah, I think that's him. a good lineup. I think in terms of fantasy. The Chicago too. Bears have the 11th best offensive line in football according to Pro Football Focus. So that's that'll help a lot. Um, who's another one you were talking about? The New Orleans Saints. Oh, number nine offensive line in football. This doesn't matter. That's classic. Who else were you talking about? Who's Johnny spitting out? McCoy. The Buffalo Bills. The number seven offensive line in okay, football. Wait. So you're telling Hold me. On. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, so say the Packers could either have LaShawn McCoy or uh, Melvin Gordon. You'd Melvin have... Gordon, hand down. Are you in this draft? <laughs> LeSean McCoy, 32, ranked 32 best offensive, worst offensive line, the Houston Texans. Lamar Miller had 100 less yards than Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon played less games. No, are you sure about that? Yes, Melvin Gordon was hurt. Oh, jeez. I don't know. There you go, spit it right back in your face. I can't see how many games he played. So Melvin Gordon had better stats than Lamar, what's the guy's name? Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller, (laughs) and he played... Less games. Uh, who are the Patriots? They got Deion Miami Lewis. Dolphins, 29th ranked offensive line. Jay Ajahi was one of the best running backs in the NFL last year. Let's he look played at the there stats. for half the season. I mean, Deion Lewis, he's up. He's great. I mean, I just. The Philadelphia don't... Eagles had the best offensive line in football. And you're talking about Jay Ajahi. You pair Melvin Gordon with that offensive line? Probably the same thing, honestly. Like, no, it would probably be Melvin though. Gordon would be the best running back. Chief, 16th ranked offensive line. Kareem Hunt was the league rusher. For what? Like, 
They had great six He was games, the lead rusher. Historical great he six was the games, lead rusher in the NFL. The rest of the lead rusher. Faltered off the lead rest rusher. of the season. Lead rusher. Rest of the season. Lead rusher. Wait, you're, are you actually season. being serious? You think if he's on the Eagles, he'd be the best running back in the I NFL? I think you give him the best offensive line in football, like no. the Cowboys or the Eagles, he would be the best running back in the NFL. I just, I don't. You have, he is paired behind so much. The, a bottom 20 offensive line with Le'Veon injuries Bell. all over the How place. How do better be than Le'Veon Bell? I don't know. Le'Veon Bell probably. I think You do not Bell. think he's better than Le'Veon Bell. He's not even close to that well, talent. Well, because they, they have such a better offensive line. Zeke Elliott <laughs> so much. Melvin Gordon played 16 games last year. Melvin, Look at Melvin Gordon. He didn't play half those games. Yes, he did. Look. 16 games last year. Melvin Gordon. Look. And here, 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 here. reference. <laughs> Pro Football Reference, he played all, every games. single game last year, Drew. No, wa- no, he wasn't. He it wasn't in says. half those. He was hurt half those games. 16 games. Towards the end of the season, he barely got any carries. 16 games. So in played. 2016, he played in 11. That's the that's what you're thinking of. Which one? 2016, the year before last year. Yes, he played exactly. 11. This year, he played in every single game. And look at his stats. Yeah, he had 1,100 yards. And then you go... Let, behind one of the worst offensive lines in but, football. But, but, but. And then you go to the Lamar Miller, who played in 16 games, and he had 100 yards less than him. 100, okay. And he had the worst offensive line in football, according to Pro Football Focus. Oh, okay, 100 yards less than him. And, and, the Chargers... 100 yards less than him! So, listen, but Melvin listen, Gordon's but listen, stats were better! But listen, but listen, the Chargers had were without Mike Williams... Without Keenan Allen didn't play in every single game last so year. So defenses just pack the box. They have to and rely. They, 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 they have to rely on yeah, Melvin Gordon. So defensive coordinators go, Melvin Gordon's your entire offense. So we're gonna shut that down. The Texans, they had Deshaun Watson for a few games. They have DeAndre Hopkins. They Mel- have to defend against that. Melvin Gordon had a hundred more carries than Lamar Miller. Cause, cause he was the only part of their offense. Lamar Miller too. He, they, they're pass, they were passing attack the entire game. Deshaun Watson got hurt. DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best players in the league. <laughs> oh my gosh, Truman, this is DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best as, players as in the league. As we really dive into the stats, your argument is just falling apart. DeAndre Hopkins scene. is one of the best players in the league. Who did the Chargers have on their offense? Who, who did defenses have to defend other than Melvin Gordon? All right, we're gonna end. Who this. did defenses? We have to. Who did Allen? Who did defenses have to defend? Other than Melvin Gordon. Keenan Allen! How many games did Keenan Allen play in? Oh, my God. How many games did Keenan right, Allen play in? And, and you also said uh, Philip Rivers is your one of your favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. He didn't have anyone to throw to. Oh, my God. Tyrell Williams is really good, too. Yes. Keenan Allen, Ty- Allen, 16 games Bring, bring up Tyrell Keenan Williams. Allen, six, he was healthy this year. 16 games Bring up Tyrell Williams. 16 bring games up Tyrell Williams. Bring up Tyrell Williams. All right, so this is how we're going to end this here. We're going to, I think... Melvin Gordon's a very good running back. He is not a top five. I don't even he's think top he's seven top seven running back. No. Yes. <laughs> look up. Look, okay. Look up anywhere. Okay, we gotta move on because we're only at because we got about twenty minutes left. No, but he's like. I don't know. Yeah, this I just Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. This is obviously better too. Like signing close. Okay, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke Elliott, David Johnson, uh, Todd Gurley, McCoy. That's McCoy. Not even close. No. McCoy's better. Okay. It's not even close. Or close. Oh to my gosh. McCoy's. All right, hold on. I just want to get into the Sean McCoy's and then we're done. I just want to get into Sean McCoy's stats. It's not even close that he's better. Because he he's saying LaShawn McCoy runs the ball 40 times a game. All right? There he is. Zach just said 5, 6, or 7. What What does that matter? Okay. Okay. You said LaShawn McCoy gets a lot more carries than Melvin Gordon. No, had, no probably not last year. You said you said last year he, had, he gets 40 carries a game. You said that. Yeah, usually. And, let's see, he had 287 rushing attempts last year. 
Melvin Gordon had 284. Three less carries. And he had 200 more. And he had 150 more yards. How many games did Deshaun McCoy play in last year? 16. There's just no way. There is a way. All right, we got to move on, though. Seriously, we have to move on. Uh, this Maybe this is something we get into more, but I just think, you know, as we dove into those stats, he's falling apart. All right, let's move now. Let's th- Okay, let's dive into Malik Hooker versus Ed Reed. No, Malik Hooker played in like four games last year. You, no, you said Malik Hooker's better than Ed Reed, so no, we're going to look up the stats. I didn't say he was yep, better. Yep, he said Malik Hooker's better than Ed Reed, so <laughs> we're going to look up the stats. We have to move on. No, I don't care. I don't care. We're going to look up Malik Hooker's stats versus Ed Reed. All right, we were going to talk about the Madden rank- ratings, but... Okay, wait, I have Ed Reed versus no, Malik Hooker. Truman, this do doesn't it. compare yet. You're no, 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 up. you said Malik Hooker's better than Ed Reed. Yeah, we just, all right, we're going to move now to our question and answer. 64 interceptions for Ed Reed. Three right. for Malik Hooker. Ignore him. <laughs> um, three for four in four games. Ed Reed, how many more games he play? No, you um, said you said hands down Malik Hooker's better than Ed Reed. I never you didn't, said you didn't that. say he could be. I said he had you the potential. Said, nope. You literally said Malik right, Hooker's we'll, better than we'll, Ed Reed. Well, here's so. what we'll do. We'll go back to the tape. We'll listen to it. We'll come back on Thursday, and I'll give you the answer, and we'll show right, you the tape. Yeah. All right? That's good. That's fair. That's okay? Good, yep. What? All right, we'll, so what we'll do. We'll go back on Thursday. We'll, I'll listen to the tape after what the tape? shows of the show. I'll say, did, did we listen to? That we'll listen to. It was Dave Solomon's episode. And I'll say, was Ed Reed the potential? What did Malik Hooker have potential? I mean, you, you eventually came back and realized you're an idiot for saying that Ed Reed's better. All right, we're going to move now to our question and answer. But before that... Uh, we'll let this cool down a little bit. We'll do a nice little ad read here for our buddy Dom at D's Home Cuts. Our show is brought to you by D's Home Cuts. D's is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, D's Home Cuts will provide you with a minor haircut and styling. Truman and I and Johnny have been getting our haircuts at D's for the last couple months, and we have never looked or felt better. Every time you go into the shop, you're going to get a professional cut. The cuts get better every single time because Deez is always upgrading his equipment so he can give you the best haircut possible. You can find Deez Home Cuts on Twitter at Dom's Home Cuts or Instagram where you can set up an appointment in the bio. DM him for an appointment too and trust me, you'll not be disappointed. Deez Home Cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So Father's Day was Sunday. Uh, a great holiday for everybody. You know, father's son combos are pretty common in sports. So we wanted to go through, give our favorite father-son combos best you know whatever father-son combos in all sports uh i'm gonna kick it off here i'm gonna go with the obvious one i think ken griffey jr ken griffey senior uh probably probably one of the most unique ones because they actually played together on the same team uh when they hit back-to-back home runs that one night that was a really cool sports moment um so i'm gonna go with them i think that's probably the easiest one though so we'll move now to johnny uh, mine was just Archie Manning and Paint Manning. I guess Eli Manning. I kind of forgot about Eli for a yeah. second there. But I don't know. Both are like great players. And I, obviously, I never watched Archie Manning play. Solid but, quarterback. I mean, yeah, I got to watch Peyton, though, and Eli. So both are solid quarterbacks. Paint Manning, being able to watch him. He was always a fun quarterback to watch. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Truman? Melvin Gordon Sr. and Melvin oh. Gordon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Melvin Gordon Sr. even play football? Does that even matter? Is that what we're talking he about? Went yeah, well, he went to Wisconsin. Yeah, he went to Wisconsin, so Truman thinks he's... Like, All right, right. We're not, I'm not going to poke the bear here. So we're going to move. Another one I have was... I'm going to stick with Milwaukee here. Cecil and Prince Fielder. Uh, Prince Fielder hit 50 home runs, and so did Cecil uh, one season, so that's pretty cool. Just two, you know, a dad and a son who can both hit bombs uh, constantly. Prince Fielder and Cecil Fielder. Truman, you got one? Uh, he said Peyton Manning and them. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I don't remember. Really, uh, Melvin Gordon Sr., Melvin Gordon. John, do you have one more? No. Not I'd say another one. Dell and Steph Curry. Uh, both great shooters. This Steph is Curry. This Steph is funny. Curry is one of the best shooters of all time. Probably the best shooter of all time. And Dell Curry is right up there. Best point during the league right now, too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, boy. Get I didn't know that. We want to get away oh, from yeah. this. Melvin Gordon had 58 catches last year. Okay. You know how many Jordan Howard said because you wanted to count receiving with Jordan Howard? How many? 23. Okay. But he had Tariq Cohen, too. Yeah, Tariq Cohen, which funny, is like Funny, funny, funny. He funny. Tariq, I did not know Melvin Tariq Gordon Cohen's was this good like, in the That's like game. his, like, isn't that like his role, pretty much? Like Melvin his job Gordon? Is just getting... Lamar Miller had 36 last year. Melvin? What? No, uh, Lamar Miller had 36 catches last year. 58 or 36, which one are you taking? I'm just saying, though. There you go. Let's look up... This is funny. We have to add the pass game in. Truman, we got to move on now. With Sean. Uh, I know you wanted to talk about this story, Truman. Greg Little. Yeah, he's a shitty receiver who hasn't played since 2004. Why do you think he got signed first over Dez? What? Why do you think he got signed over Dez? Because Dez is a punk and wants more money than anyone. What if Greg league? Williams was a... I mean, I don't remember a lot about him, but Greg he wasn't Little. the nicest... Greg Little. Greg Little. What did I say? Greg Williams? Yeah. Greg Little wasn't... The he was most terrible. upstanding guy in the world. He ever. was terrible. Yeah, he was. Where he was out of North Carolina. He was supposed to be funny. second round pick. Supposed to be a big deal for the Browns. And well, uh, the Browns. So and the Browns kind of ruined his career, I guess you could say. But he didn't really help it. I don't think the Browns. I just don't think. So the question is, will Dez ever sign? I mean, it's getting late. Training camp is right around the corner. There's a lot of big names out there. Dez kind of leading the pack. Do we think he ever signs? I mean, he'll sign eventually. He's well, not going to not sign. I mean, this is getting late. He had a contract on the table. He turned down. Why hasn't he signed yet? And he's like, sounds like there's really no buzz around his name anymore. And he was, two, three years ago, a top wide receiver. He'll get signed somewhere. He's not not going to get signed. That's people have to realize. He's going to go somewhere, but it's just going to be late. And I don't know where, because I haven't heard any rumors. But he will get signed somewhere. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, it's getting late. He he was cut, you know, a month and a half ago, and you know there was a lot of buzz when he first got cut. Now it's kind of died down. Um, and there's a lot of guys out there who are still available. You know, Jonathan Hankins was is a really good defensive lineman. Demarco Murray, uh, a couple years ago, was one of the best running backs in the NFL. Uh, so I don't know what's gonna happen. There's a lot of big names left out there. Even with baseball last year. You know, a lot of big names got signed last Melvin minute. Gordon averaged a yard right, we more. We don't care. We don't a care. A yard more per catch than LaShawn McCoy. Okay, that's catching. Um, but you said you wanted to add receiving. But who? what's the position called? Running You back. said you wanted to add receiving. Called running you want to go play the tape when we were back. talking about Jordan Howard? Um, all right. Now moving to Johnny's interview. You know, Johnny's been you know kind of quiet over there with this, this big uh, Melvin Gordon buzz that Truman got under. I don't know why. He's not top five. I don't He's, he's number six in the league. Oh, my gosh. Official. All right. Uh, so, Johnny, you're sitting here in a Pirates shirt. Give us a little bit of the standing update. You know, I know the Pirates, beginning of the year, first place, big deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everyone knew they weren't going to yeah. hold that first pick place. But what is it? Uh, Brewers you, and you, t- you said they were. You told I me they actually, were. You can, like, I guarantee you have it on recording me saying it's probably not going to last. Well, you we, got a lot of tape, we got a lot of tape to check. Personally, that you said that. You can check that actually. But, Personally, so I—I me. I mean, Brewers are in first, so a little getting a little lucky last night though. One nothing Pirates. Oh, they—they they played the Brewers. Yeah, then get the bats going last night. <laughs> uh, so but the Pirates. They're uh yeah, and then it's uh Cubs, Cards, Pirates. Um, Pirates. so the Pirates are kind of falling, you know, like a little bit. Um, 
probably we're gonna I'm gonna guess they're gonna be sellers at the deadline coming oh, yeah, up here soon. So. Who who are the names you think they'll shop? Obviously Josh Harrison. Harrison, I think everyone yeah like had an idea for that. Um also I wouldn't be surprised like maybe some veterans like Von Nova or France or Valley. Just get a younger team going. I Harrison Brewers need some infield help. I saw something about that, Harrison. Yeah, I could see that, but um What's he batting this year? I don't, he was hurt too though, so yeah. like, I don't know if that throws it off. Probably he's but uh also did you see uh what's his name? Jung Jung Ho Kong or whatever. Yeah. He's uh back on the forty man right yeah, so if he could get back <laughs> Wasn't he know. like arrested and like he got like a DUI or something in like Korea or something? I don't know yeah, where he's from. Um, typical stuff, you know, you can't leave the country after that. Um so you're also a Steelers fan. We all know that. Uh uh who are some of the players you'd want to watch this upcoming training camp? Le'Veon Bell. Just kidding. <laughs> He's not gonna be there. But uh, I a guy I guess has like been looking impressive is uh Tyler uh, Matikovich. I don't know if you know that is. That's from Temple. Temple. Yeah, yeah, Temple. He's I guess been looking pretty impressive. He's gonna be playing that where she's year that like filling that hole in. Uh, I I want to see uh I'm excited to see like our first round Terrell Edmonds. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I want to see what he can do. Yeah. I don't really know much about. Like I you like, worried? Are you him, worried? But... Are you worried about Le'Veon Bell? Uh, yeah, I don't. Know. You're worried? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of scared. He wants money. Yeah, and I don't know if the Steelers are gonna pay that, but he doesn't seem like he's breaking. And, and also, I'm kind of I don't know Antonio Brown. I don't know if you've seen lately. He's been chirping. But, yeah, I I don't know. He uh, called out Bruce Arians, saying like he like because he called him a special teams guy or something. Really? And he like posted something about that, and then he like called out his girlfriend or wife. Yeah, he's one of the only three guys to be 99 overall in Madden. We were going to talk about yeah. that until we got off the rails. But, um, I, yeah, Antonio I don't Brown. know. He's been acting. He's been just tweeting some. Ra- I don't really know what's going on. I don't know. Something. I think. The, I don't mind the Bruce Arians thing. That, that's like kind of like a motiv- motivation for him, maybe. Just to kind of yeah. remind himself. Because he's always been counted out. So I think that's fine. But, I don't know. I don't, probably, I don't think if it's right to call If the Steelers don't out. win with this Ben Roethlisberger, Bell, Brown. That's got to be one of the most disappointing things ever in sports. De- their defense just, yes, they don't have yeah. defense. Um, it's like. <laughs> uh, so, they did lose Todd Haley, though. Uh, our offensive coordinator, he went to the Browns. Do you think they're going to be better or worse record-wise with Todd Haley, without Todd Haley? I mean, I think, if anything, they'll be around the same or better. I mean, because Todd, I don't think, because Fickner, he's like, he's the quarterback coach, like, the last couple, like, he's like, had a good relationship with Ben. Mm-hmm. And Todd, I mean, I don't see how that can like the play, like the like scheme isn't gonna change much. I don't think, but uh, their relationship is a lot better. And I don't. Ben Roethlisberger said that he's like he's the winner. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> so I guess that's better. But I don't think like much. I don't think you're gonna see anything crazy. No, you know, there's no there's gonna be a lot of improvement. I mean, they're they went how like they're not gonna go. They went like what? What were they last 12? year? 12 and 4? Yeah, what are they going to go? 16 and like... I don't I know. know. I would say that. So I don't, I don't think they're going to... Doubt your team a little bit here, Johnny. Um, I, I don't know. I think... You know the Steelers are. They're going to lose their... They're yeah. going to lose to like a team like the... Like, you know, they lost to the Bears last year. They're going to have a couple of those games. So that's it for our show today. We thank you for listening. I know it got off the rails a little bit. Uh, but it was a good argument, good debate. Um, we'll check the tape, see what happens. Talk to you back on Thursday. We want to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. We ask that you go on to our 
uh, iTunes page, give us five stars, rate, review us, subscribe, uh, give us five stars. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TNT Sports Talk One Two. DM us uh, your questions, sports questions, anything, anything you want to know, we'll answer it. Uh, you can listen to us tomorrow on Twelve Ounce from Twelve to One. Uh, you know, have a great day. Tune in on Thursday. Uh, we have a special guest. Uh, we have a couple different people we're gonna bring in. We're not sure who's gonna be, you know, on what episode. So we will tweet it out on Twitter. Um, so listen up, and you know that's it. Have a great day and tune in on Thursday. Melvin Gore's not no top five back. Not top. <laughs>